This is the Brave Teen Podcast with Kendra Huffman, Episode 2. Hey, do you ever feel like you're not enough or just really hard on yourself? Yeah, me too. I'm certified teen coach Kendra Huffman, and I want to share all the things that have helped me feel way less stressed and way more confident. I am so happy you're here. Let's do this together. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am getting over a little bit of a cold, so I might sound kind of weird today. But today I am talking to all my control freaks. This episode is for you. I would say I didn't really know how much I loved to be in control until well after my teenage years. But I did know as a teenager that I hated feeling out of control or not always knowing how I was feeling. And I would say today, deep down, I know that I can't control everything. Still doesn't stop me from trying. (laughs) And it's really annoying because I really want to be in control. But God gave me some big frizzy hair to constantly remind me that I'm not in control of everything. So you got to love a sense of humor. How many of you don't always like the way you feel or don't always know how you are feeling or wish you could just feel good all the time? I used to think that I could control everything and everyone around me, especially if they liked me, then I could feel good all the time. But today we're going to talk about what actually controls our feelings and to keep focusing on the things that we do have control over. There's a reason that we like control so much. We like to feel like we have it all together all the time. We we want to be giving things our best. And when it feels like we're falling short and our critics in our head telling us that we're not doing enough, it feels like we have to control something to not feel so terrible all the time. But today, since we do love control, that is what I'm going to help you see and understand so that you can put a lot more energy into that and let it be used for your good. Otherwise, we start controlling other people and everyone around us, and people don't like that. Just a little heads up. (laughs) Gotta learn that the hard way. Okay, so this is something that I use when working with my clients, and I want you to imagine that your brain is like a giant swimming pool. And you have thousands of thoughts jumping into your brain pool every single day. They estimate that we have about 60 to 90,000 thoughts a day. That's a lot. And our brain's number one job is it wants to keep us safe. It's a processor. So all day it's trying to process and make meaning to these thoughts that we're having. And for you and I, a lot of it's like, what did they mean by that? Why they say that? Why did this thing happen? Why couldn't I have done this better? And the brain's just constantly cycling and trying to process everything that we're thinking every day. So those are our thoughts. Then we also have in our brain pools, we have the steps because we need steps to get into the pool. And imagine that these steps are just sitting there. They're not doing anything. These are the facts. The facts are like steps in that they're not necessarily good or bad. They're just existing and we could all agree that they're there. So we could go prove in a court of law that we both saw steps and they're in this pool. So these are the facts. Facts are things that we can't necessarily control in this moment, but they're existing. So for example, a fact could be like the weather, what other people say to us, what other people do. Maybe it's a 
test score that you got or something you got on an assignment. These are the facts. And we spend so much energy trying to control the facts. This is where we start to suffer and create a lot of pressure and anxiety and stress for ourselves because sometimes we can't always control the facts. It doesn't stop us from trying, but usually we can't. And the reason I bring this up is I want you to understand today the difference between facts and thoughts and where to put our energy in and where to put our control in since we love to feel in control. So the way I like to think about this is that God understood that there was going to be things in our lives that we weren't going to always be able to control, the circumstances of our lives. He knew we'd all have different childhoods. We'd grow up with different kinds of parents. Some of us would grow up wealthy. Some of us would grow up poor. Some of us would have mental illness. Some of us would have physical illness, all kinds of circumstances that human beings are dealing with in life. And many of them we don't always have control over, especially in the moment. And God knew that. And so our agency begins, and we hear that word a lot at church, but our agency really begins that God said, you may not always be able to control these things, but you get to control how you think about them. And that will change everything for you because the way we choose to think about something will control the way we feel. And the reason I know this is true is if I want you to just close your eyes right now and picture your happy place, unless you're driving or doing something dangerous, don't close your eyes, but just sit here and imagine your happy place. Where are you? Who are you with? What's going on? And how are you feeling right now? Just picturing yourself there. So for me, my happy place is the beach always. I love going to the beach. I love warm weather. I love everything about the beach. I could probably live on an island for the rest of my life. So as I sit here and imagine myself at the beach, I start to feel super good and light and there's a smile on my face. You guys can't see it, but it's there. But the reality is we just moved to Utah about a year and a half ago and it's still snowing here in Utah. It's nothing even close to a beach here or warm weather, but just the idea of my mind thinking about it, I can feel like I'm there and it feels really good. So our thoughts are always creating how we feel, which is what we want to feel like we have control over. A lot of times we don't like the way we're feeling and often a lot of our feelings are coming from us trying to control the facts all the time, trying to control how people are seeing us, how people are thinking about us, how other people are feeling. We're trying to control getting perfect grades, that everyone sees us as perfect. Um, a lot of things that we are trying to control that we don't always have control over, and it creates a lot of pressure. So here's an example of why you can see the difference here. So I had a client come to me and she was on the verge of tears, which is great. I love when my clients cry. It's totally fine. But she was on the verge of tears. So I could tell she was starting to get really emotional. And she was talking about this assignment that she got back and she was really upset. So I'm starting to picture like, oh my gosh, she must have just totally bombed this assignment and it's gone awful. And I know how much she cares about her grades. And so I'm just kind of waiting for it. So she's sharing all these things and she's talking it out. And I'm like, okay, well, what was the actual fact? Like what was, 
what did you get back on this assignment? And she's like, well, I got a 92%. And she could barely get that out. And my first thought was like, okay. So the fact is, this is a 92%. My mind was starting to imagine maybe she'd gotten her first D or possibly C on assignment. But for her, the fact was it was a 92%. Now think about all the kids in my client's class who would get a 92% on this. Do you think everyone would be on the verge of tears of getting a 92%? Probably not. My guess is that there was other kids in that class who, if they were to get a 92%, would be super excited. And it would be on their fridge at home. And they would be telling their parents, because maybe they never get a 92% in this class, and would be super excited. And for my client, she felt very upset. What's the difference? They both these students, let's say, got a 92%, same teacher, same class, same assignment. Why is one feeling super excited and one feeling super upset? The difference is their thoughts about this assignment. So I gave you some of the thoughts maybe on this pretend student of just being super excited. She's never gone to 92. Her mom's going to be so happy. Maybe this will bump her grade up from failing. Who knows? And for my client, a lot of her thoughts that she was offering and telling me was she just felt really disappointed in herself. She thought she was going to do better, just didn't feel like it was enough. She's afraid it's going to affect her overall grade. And she started to feel really upset. So you can see by this example that it is the thoughts that is creating how we feel. And God understood this too. And this is also our agency that no one here is going to be in control of how we feel And a lot of times we're not going to be able to control the things in our life, but when we choose to have other thoughts about it, then we start to feel better. And that is where I want you to put your energy and your focus and to understand that you do have control over your thoughts. Not always. Sometimes they're jumping in and there's a lot of influences that have access to our brain pool. Satan has access to our brain pool the things that we watch and listen to, there's all kinds of influences in the world. So we don't always see right away the things that we're thinking, but a lot of times we know by the way we're feeling. And this is our opportunity to start to look at our thoughts. I don't know about you, but I'm guessing at some point in your life, you have changed your mind before. That's because we can change our thoughts at any time. That is our free will. That is our agency. That is our gift from our Heavenly Father is we get to change our thoughts at any time. And when our thoughts change, then we change how we feel and we're able to move through things so much easier. So the way I kind of think about this is I want you to imagine yourself then as the lifeguard of your brain pool and you're in charge of watching what is swimming around, what is useful for you to be thinking and what probably needs to get out of the pool. It's not very useful. And you have to also consider that we do live with the critic. If you listen to my first episode, she is our roommate. And a lot of our thoughts that jump in our pool get filtered through her. So she's the one jumping and throwing in many, many thoughts into our pool constantly. You didn't do enough. You probably should have done better. Why did you do it this way? And everyone's going to be mad. She is the one who's constantly influencing a lot of our brain pool. But we are still the lifeguard. We are still in charge, not our critic. And so it is our job to take a look at those thoughts and realize if they're useful. So I personally love writing out my thoughts every single day because if they're caught swimming so much in my brain, everything feels bigger 
everything feels heavier. Everything feels more intense when it stays in my brain. And so I love to write out all my thoughts and feelings on a piece of paper and to recognize, okay, what are the actual facts here? Maybe this isn't as big as it feels in my mind. And what are my thoughts? And then when I can look at my thoughts and even remind myself that these are just thoughts, they're not facts, that this is what I have to work with. And I can kind of see them. And that way, if I want to make changes or question them or see what else is possibly true, it's a lot easier to see. So I really want to highly encourage you this week to practice maybe writing out your thoughts and feelings this week. You can write them on a piece of paper. You can throw it away when you're done. No one has to see it. But sometimes it feels really good to get things out and to remind yourself, like, what are my thoughts here? Because this is what I get to be in charge of. So when we see facts, we realize, okay, I got a 92% on this assignment. This is the fact. This is what I have to work with. Well, now what? So the critic wants us to dwell in that, be super upset, feel like the world's ending. Or we can look at it and be like, okay, this is my fact. Now what? What do I want to do about this? What do I want to think about this? How do I want to move forward from this? Is there extra credit? Is this not even going to really affect my grade? Maybe this isn't as big of a deal as I thought it was going to be. But at least you are now back in control and choosing for yourself what you want to think about something and being able to move forward from it. And that, my control freaks, is what we have control over and it can be life-changing. So just a little review to wrap this all up, because maybe you guys are picturing yourselves at the pool this whole time. We don't always get to control the facts and what happens to us in life. Sometimes we do, but we always get to control how we want to think about those things. And that makes all the difference for us and how we feel. So to all of you who love to be in control and hate feeling out of control. I feel you, I hear you, and I understand you. So together, let's all focus more on our thoughts and what thoughts are going to serve us and what are going to be useful. There are no right or wrong thoughts. You'll just know by how you feel if it is a useful thought for you. So go be the lifeguard this week. Hope you guys have an amazing week and please don't ever forget how amazing you are. If you need more help, go check out how to work with me at bravestlove.com. I've got you.